Welcome yeah, to your doom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Rise from your grave. Rise from your grave. Welcome to your doom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome to your <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 291. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week. For decades, he provided both young and old with adventure, escape, comfort, confidence, inspiration, strength, friendship, and joy. It's Josh Wise. And he exuded love and kindness and will leave an indelible mark on so, so, so many lives. It's Rich Walker. Hello. These are the words of one Chris Evans about Stan Lee, who sadly passed away, 95 years of age, on Monday evening, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yesterday, the time of recording. Uh, Yeah. 95, obviously, Stan Lee, you will know of the Mm. Mr. Marvel, basically. Rich, I was, when I saw this news, you instantly came to mind because of the fact that Mm -hmm. whilst I know Josh... You were the same as like, like, but yeah, I think everyone in the office, as most people in the world, like the Marvel films, you yeah. know, the box office will tell that story. Yeah. You are the only comic book person, I think, aren't you? I think Dean maybe has a passing, passing interest. Yeah. But yeah, I know I actually actively collect comic books and read them. Yeah. So yeah, this was, um, this was sad. Yeah. So wh- when was the last time Stanley? Like was he was he an illustrator or a writer? Like I, I honestly don't. He was know. a writer, and he created a lot of the Marvel characters that we know and love. Um, co-created Spider-Man with I think was it Jack Kirby, uh, yeah, and co-created um, you know a lot of stuff like X-Men and the Avengers and Iron Man. Basically, any Marvel big Marvel character mm. that you can care to think of, Stanley had a hand in creating it. Has has he filmed his cameo for Avengers 4? I don't know? know. I think so. Didn't James Gunn film a load of stuff with Stan Lee? Oh, yeah, before yeah. Before he was kicked off Guardians he of the Galaxy be right, yeah. 3? Did he? Because I think he knew that his health was in decline a bit. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, the last cameo we saw was Spider-Man, wasn't it? The, mm. the game. Yeah, so yeah, sad, but, you know. He had a good innings, didn't he? He had a good he yeah, did. 95 and 95 uh, Not entirely unexpected, I suppose, but what sad, was it sad actually? nonetheless. On to the news this week. And something very, very cheery, in fact. Big time. This shocked yeah. all of us. <laughs> Yesterday evening, the Detective Pikachu movie trailer was released. Two and a half minutes of sheer unadulterated <laughs> joy. I fucking loved this. It was big time. It was big time. It was everything I wanted. The Bulbasaurs were of the right size. They were stately. <laughs> Important. They were, yeah, and they sort of had a nice little hobble mm. from side to side, yeah. which I was all over. I was a fan of Jigglypuff being her suit. Many people feel yeah. Did this you see is people were like, no, "Why yeah. you got a hairy quiff? Yeah. What, what else? What, could what it is be? it? A bloody quiff? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> what is it obviously. Supposed to look like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hundred percent. Uh, and you know, same as Pikachu. I thought they did a good job with uh, 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 Mr. Mime as well. 
I, I like the Mr. Mime bit. Now, th- mm. I have s- seen some dissenting opinions <laughs> on yeah. social media. Mm. You'll find it hard to believe. Good grief. That, that hotbed of intelligent discourse <laughs> that, <laughs> that is social media. That this... Like, they're, they're striking the wrong tone with this Pokemon film. Oh, right, okay. Now, I, I think we were talking in the <laughs> office, and it was Dean who, uh, upstairs, said that it's like it's. I think it's PG thirteen, which would translate to like a twelves here. Yeah. So it looks like they're aiming for kind of our audience. Really, mm, they're yeah. looking for the people who yeah. maybe were eight, nine, ten, whatever yeah. when the first po- like Pokemon Red and Blue was out and the yeah. cartoon was on telly. Mm. Because when you have Pikachu delivering lines <laughs> in the Ryan Reynolds way, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, in yeah. sort of Deadpool, a bit sarky and whatever, like. Uh, I don't know. I'm just. I'm fully on board with it. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. PG-13. Does that mean sexual references? Words like shit, bastard. Anything I thought that was. I thought up. that was 15s. No. Well, sure? they. I, have, I think their their PG-13s. The the MPAA. They go a little further than the BBFCs yeah. do. Or oh, do they? Okay. Until they get to when they get to R. That's basically just that's it's 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 seventeen, but if you're with an adult, it's over. So that's like anything goes. And then it was it NC NC seventeen. Seventeen is like is like yeah. no 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 only above seventeen. But I think PG 13s can go a little further. So you might see some um you know some filth. So who is Justice Smith? Can someone break? Because I'm not familiar with this this guy. So this is the I'm not either. The, he was in the Get Down. And he was in, um, 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 oh. <laughs> that was, did you guys not see that? Oh, no. <laughs> it was really good. I missed that uh, one. Yeah. yeah, it's on Hulu. Uh, no, oh, what, what was the other Justice Smith thing? The get down and then he was... Would you like me to consult my phone? Consult the phone well, while, I, while I go, mm, uh, mm. But basically, like, he's an upstart. <laughs> a, young, a young upstart in, in Hollywood, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I gather in the trailer, he is playing... The the Ash Ketchum the role. sort of haphazard like things mm. happening to him. He's trying to cope with yeah Pikachu. because he he can understand Pikachu. Yes. Like, that's that's the crux um, of the film. It looks like anyway that he can understand Pikachu, whereas everyone else can't. It's sort of a, a Doctor Doolittle yeah style premise, which I was all over. I like that. Johnson Smith. Go on, go on, go on, go on. So an actor whose career started in Trigger Finger in 2012 as Boy at School. Right. Okay, he's since appeared in the TV series Miss Guidance. Right. Good, the Thundermans. Right. <laughs> And then movies such as Paper Towns. Paper Towns was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, he's in the Get Down, like you said. Yeah, a film called Every Day and Jurassic World for Jurassic Kingdom World. as Franklin Webb. Yes, he was the tech guy in Jurassic His World. His upcoming projects are an exploration in blue, in which he plays Theo, Pokemon de- <laughs> Detective Pikachu as Tim Goodman, and mm. All the Bright Places as Theodore Finch. Thank you very much, Mr. Go. Wikipedia. Are we all up to date? Yeah, we're all up to date. Mr. IMDb, thank you very much. Oh, sorry, yeah, apologise. Yeah, 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 yeah. What what's what what was it? Mis- paper planes, missing paper planes? towns, paper towns. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the Far Cry Three song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, 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 so, yeah, would you would you rate him as a? An no, actor? no, no. Oh, really? Oh, well, no, no. I mean, not, not. <laughs> no, he was a thoroughly likable chap in 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 the Get Down, and and Paper Towns is a is a sort of young adult thing. I thought it was fine. Uh, mm. Oh no, wait, no, that one I didn't see. I saw I saw the cancer one. 
uh, the other John Green one. <laughs> <It's a> bit- <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting my John Greens mixed up. Paper Towns was the Cara Delevingne thing. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars was the one I saw with Ansel Elgort. That's all irrelevant. Don't worry about <laughs> I, it. I don't uh, know what's happening. What's Rich? he been in? I don't know. What's, okay. What was he, oh, oh, he was. It was Jurassic World. Was a terrible film, and he played a very irritating tech. Was it fella. terrible? Oh I heard god, it yeah. was a good old-fashioned monster movie. Some people From, said. No. Who? Who just, told you that? People, people, people. Don't listen they, to people. Them. People they, will lead they, you astray. Yeah. People, no, people okay. will rattle their popcorn in the cinema. That's what people will do. Oh God. Yeah. 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 But don't, everyone don't here is excited for... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective yeah. Pikachu. Well, because I they... wasn't, but now I'm mildly interested. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally on board. And this is on a day where they also... They, Disney, <laughs> released the a teaser for Toy Story 4. Yeah, and it was like straight by the wayside, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Detective Pikachu mm. took the hearts and minds of yeah, the general the public. Mic. It is aimed perfectly. I know what you say. I like. I like what you're saying. It's like that's the right age thing because the kids, the kids have had like 20 Pokemon movies, like all Something of the all of. I took yeah. my little brother to see the first one, the Pokemon movie, the Pokemon mm. movie. Was that the one where they all cried at the end oh, and it looked remember. like they were all pissing on? Yeah, it's a big It's a big. Well, the tears turned them from stone back to flesh that and blood, it, yeah. and it did look a bit. But like I remember weird. a shot <laughs> that was like almost isometric or just above. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like they were all pissing on him. Oh, <laughs> which I found it a little bit unsettling, really, as a child. Awful. Gone, why, why are they doing that? My dad took me to see that film, and I went twice. And the second time, he sat in the foyer reading a newspaper. Bless him. Oh, and what he didn't want to see it. No, no. But I, I you're mad props to him because he took me in a second time. Just read the Guardian. Mm. Mad Thanks, pro- Dad. Mad props to pa- Papa yeah. Wise. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. And mad po- props. Pops, props. Mad mad props. props. <laughs> mad props to Papa Xbox, Phil Spencer. Oh. Making moves. <clears throat> Big yeah. Philly P. Indeed. Mm, yeah. So, XO18, uh, it was a, a large scale Xbox. Well, large scale. It was, you know, it was large enough yeah. event. Two hours of Game Pass stuff yeah exactly so this happened at the weekend uh, it was presented by Larry Herb Major Nelson who uh, pretended to not know about what the announcements were when he was talking to people and oh, oh my said, god you're they, kidding me they said <laughs> yeah we've acquired In Exile what I, nobody told me uh, so yeah there was a couple of announcements coming from this a lot of them revolved around Game Pass as you say so Xbox Game Pass is looking like a must-have, really, yeah. as they bump up the the library. 16 new games are coming to Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. including Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, and, like, on top... So you have Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, Void Bastards, which is an excellent name, a new game announced, yeah. uh, Ari and the Will of the Wisps, which will be there when it's, when it's uh, released. There is uh, Agents of Mayhem... The Good Life, Thomas's Loan, so on and so forth. There's a lot of them there. But I think the biggie is PUBG. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, as of yesterday, yeah. I believe, is available as an Xbox Game Pass title. Indeed. Mm, which yeah. is, is a massive guess. There were some nice surprises as well, like um, The Good Life is coming to Xbox One and will be Game Pass, which is uh, Swery's the Judy Dench new thing? one. Oh no! No, oh. Judy Dench wasn't. Yeah, what was, it what wasn't was the good? No, life? no, the good. You're thinking of the BBC Richard, Richard Briers. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're thinking of. <laughs> the, what, what was that? Neighbours. That life. was the good life. Oh, that was the good life. Yeah. 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 What was Judy the one Dench that Judy Dench was in? 
just good friends. <laughs> Why do I know this shit? Was that oh, that one? Was that that one? Yeah, with um, with the other fellow who played. Palmer. He was an intelligence general yeah. in Tomorrow Never Dies. Fucking hell, this is obscure. <laughs> no, no one knows what we're I talking remember about. That that was a lovely little program. Okay. Yeah, where they were friends, wasn't yeah, it? it was just I never watched an old that. man just and. <laughs> I just remember it being on BBC Sorry, I've derailed XL18. It was a a daytime comedy, wasn't it? I I can't remember. I don't know. Was it a sweet, pleasant... I think so. ...memory serves? Yeah. Like, for for the... It was very much for the the last of the summer wine. Yes. As as Josh says, it was M and uh, the intelligence And the intelligence... They were reunited (laughs) again in a war room. Yeah, in in the James Bond films. Authorization to fire. Is this the thing that (laughs) propels PUBG back? Because, I I mean, alright, okay, it's not as if it's been downtrodden since the rise of Fortnite or anything like that, Mm. but the year has definitely... It's been owned by Fortnite, whereas 2017 was PUBG's year. Yeah, Yeah. true. Um, Yeah, I mean, at the moment you can get a, a month's subscription as well. For, for a, a quid pound, is this? Or a dollar. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's bloody great. So you can play PUBG for a quid. So, you know, <laughs> get on it. Pretty good offer, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, who yeah. Can, uh, who could say no to that? Uh, also, Crackdown 3 will not be coming out at, on the date of <laughs> the mad, death. The mad day. Yes, yeah. where oh. Anthem and Metro were also coming out. It has been brought forward. A whole week. Yeah. Mm. Now, I think it's clever. And I welcome it. Because of that day looking terrifying. Mm. <laughs> and we have them every now and again. I remember yeah. there was one that was last year where it was, was it Mario Wolf? Was it Mario Wolfenstein and Assassin's Creed were all on the same day? Oh my God. That rings a bell. Yeah, that sounds That would have yeah, been the, these, yeah. these happen from, from time to time, yeah, but yeah. it's good to see the Crackdown 3 will be. Like it's good for the audience and good for... Our sanity. Our sanity, yeah, <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> yeah. But it's also good for Crackdown. G- get ahead of it mm. and hopefully, you know, pull on the heartstrings and of those showed, who love um, the first one. No, absolutely. And they showed that multiplayer as well, didn't they? Um, yes, they did which indeed. I played three years ago. Did you? And I didn't think it would make it into the finished game as it was. Oh, but well. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Wrecking it Zone. It's a five-on-five yeah. team deathmatch style mode. Isn't it Wrecking Crew? No, it's Wrecking Zone. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? I'm not 100% sure because of the tone that you are yeah. taking, but we'll just call it the Wrecking Let's thing. Let's the phone. <laughs> so yeah, you played it three years ago. Yeah, Did yeah, yeah. When they initially kind of announced it, um, this is when uh, it was still Reagent Games kind of leading the project and Dave... Dave Jones, is it? For, I think it's Dave Jones. GTA fame. Yeah. Was uh, the project lead. That A lot's changed since then, I think. Um, yeah, and it was really cool. It was fun because you could. Uh, they had a build where you could see the cloud servers coming online, the more destruction you did. Oh, cool. So, like, see how many servers you can you can activate. See how I much destruction you I forgot about the whole cause. cloud server And they just pop up along the side. And I think I activated, like, six cloud servers or something <laughs> to <laughs> make the de- the destruction happen, which is cool. In in related crackdown news. Oh, shit. You're what? right. It is wrecking zone. Yes. Bugger. <laughs> My headline's wrong then. In re- <laughs> <laughs> I better go and edit that. In, in, oh, in related crackdown news, the original crackdown is free on the Xbox yes. One yep. until is it the end of this month. I don't know, it's limited time. Just, just, yeah, get limited, just, just get well, on it now. How'd you get it? How'd you get it? I want it. On Xbox Store. Well, you just go on there and it's free. You don't even need it. <laughs> well, that's well, it. Hold on, you sound, what, like, you sound like Major Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> I can just fire up my Xbox and download it right now. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking, oh, you need, you, you, you know, you'll need something, you'll need Xbox Live Gold or whatever. Are, are you, you on just, the tier? No. What, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you don't even need gold because I haven't got gold. This deal is too good to be true. I'm getting it then in that case. <laughs> I never saw what the fuss was about with Crackdown when I was younger. I was like, it's eh, all right, yeah, it's eh. good. Well, at the time, it's because it came with a demo of Halo 3. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, this game's actually quite good as well. Oh, yeah. As well as that, the rumours are true. Obsidian Entertainment and In Exile Entertainment mm-hmm. are owned by Microsoft. In Exile was a surprise. Nobody knew that. That didn't leak. The Obsidian thing. The Obsidian, Everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. that was the Fleetwood yeah. Mac stuff. Yeah. Uh, this, yeah, this is great news in that Microsoft bolstering their uh, their first party studios mm. up to thirteen now, I believe. Wow. Like you've Playground <laughs> Games, Ninja Theory, Undead Labs. There's a lot uh, of compulsion. compulsion. Yeah. There's a lot of them there now. The mm. Initiative. Yeah. Uh, however. The the curious thing about this, so during the the presentation, um, I can't remember the man's name now, but he was saying that yeah, we're going to keep them. You know, they they produce similar games, but we are going to let them their mm-hmm. creative juices flow, and you know, yeah. let them at it. And uh, I suppose you know, whenever they need a helping hand, kind of dip in and whatever. How, however, they do make similar games, Rich, like quite like, do you know. RPG yeah. games based around CRPGs or table, the tabletop formula. I would argue that Obsidian stuff is slightly more mainstreamy. Fair, I know. Like you've KOTOR, South yeah. Park, yeah, mm. you Fallout New Fallout Vegas, Vegas. yeah, your um, Alpha Protocol mm. stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, I'd say that in Exile stuff is a bit more niche. So, mm. what would you like to see from from either? Uh, because well, the 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 franchises the that Obsidian are, mm. are known for, yeah. do they own any of them? Well, this is it, yeah. Cause and they certainly don't own Fallout or no. South Park. Because we were saying in the or office Star yesterday. Or Star Wars. No, indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah, no, we were saying in the office that we'd like to see another sort of spy RPG yeah, in, that the, is in the Alpha Protocol vein. Definitely. Because Sega probably own Alpha Protocol, I imagine. And if that's the case, then Obsidian could easily create their own... IP and, mm. and do mm. something similar that's a lot less buggy than that was because yeah. it had potential that game that was, it and there's didn't... a genre gap there it's like yeah. RPGs and spies was. well look at the amount of people who are still waiting on Rockstar to release uh, Agent, Agent. Mm. fingers Bob's. crossed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. still waiting on that that's announcement far. to hear the Rockstar lady talk about <laughs> yeah. the Agent is set in, in Las Vegas yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Wise this is the, this is the way that Microsoft have to do it isn't it just so like Consume every yeah. studio. Yeah, just keep. It's like the blob. Yeah, just that's the way to do it. You gotta marry Demasi, all those bastards. Mm. Yeah, because, like has has been said for many years mm-hmm. now. They need exclusives. That's their problem. Yeah, and I know. Like you see, it's it's tricky because then, like the fewer exclusives, the better for the general public. Yeah, yeah, but. When you want competition, yeah. you sort of do need well, exactly. this. Like you need a reason for people to De- want buy to buy an Xbox One, yeah. rather than a yearly Forza mm. and a Gears now and again, a Gears every a now two or again. three years, Halo, yeah, same. Like you, you just you need more, and that's yeah. clearly what they're trying to do. Definitely. And uh, for the industry, I think that's. A I can't wait thing. to see. I mean, this is un- well. Vaguely related, but I can't wait to see what Ninja Theory are up to. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I can't wait. I mean, you're gonna. It'll be next gen. That's the thing. They're obviously just planning um, on 
Because, you know, if you think they've just bought them now, mm. going to start developing, you know, as soon as they can. I'd imagine stuff. there were talks beforehand, though. Yeah, but well, even well, so, well, I'd you say, know. Like, yeah, sure, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I Even so, I'd say, like, two years minimum, probably, until you start seeing, like, you know, Ninja Theory stuff or whatever. Yeah. Probably. It's possible that their stuff could straddle the generations. Yeah. Sorry to use the word straddle. That's possibly so, fine. <laughs> but so do you know I'm what I mean? All in favour. <laughs> that kind of 360 Xbox One era where there was uh, a bit yeah. of crossover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As well as that, mouse and keyboard support is available now or tomorrow. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I think. Is it now? Tuesday. It's either coming soon or it's available now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the Xbox One, for select Xbox One games, Bomber Crew, Warface, Children of Morta, Minion Master, Daisy, Warframe, Strange Brigade, Deep Rock Galactic, Warhammer Vermintide 2, Moonlighter, Wargroove, Vigor, War Thunder, War War War, Xmorph, Defense, <laughs> and Fortnite. So much war. So much war. What is it good for? <laughs> yeah. I, I, so we were discussing this again in the office uh, yesterday about mouse and keyboard support. Mm. And... I, I know you're you're vehemently against it, Rich. I'm not ve- vehemently you against it. You are vehemently no, against oh, it. Yeah, all right. Rich, for the, for the, part, for the purposes yeah. of this debate, I'm vehemently <laughs> against it. No, I think if it fits the game and it's not in a competitive forum, I think it's but all right. But this is, like, the last one, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, yeah. that's a bit you know, shit. Strange Brigade can be a, a competitive what forum. What they might do, though, is have mouse and keyboard lobbies, which would be fair. Because they do... I think that's th- the only way you can do it, really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it is. They do yeah. use the word fair in their uh, little quote about mouse and keyboard support, which we don't have here, but... <laughs> they said they want, they're basically, the, the gist of it is that they want to sort of implement it in a f- way that is fair mm-hmm. so, probably yeah. separate servers then. separate lobbies I think would lobbies, be the way yeah. forward yeah also there's something called winter of arcade coming that's meant to be like summer of arcade yeah but they haven't announced any titles yet so it's a bit but winter sort of like... they, they would want to be announcing it pretty soon wouldn't they yeah it's kind of winter now <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, <laughs> apparently they're going to announce more stuff at the game awards on December 6th okay so like, summer of arcade cr- was an absolute joy. It's good, so, it? If you bought all the games, didn't you get like a, a bonus discount or something? You you would you could buy the f- whatever it was for the four games mm. for the price of three. Yeah, there's all. And, pro- and generally speaking, I mean, Jesus Christ, like some of the the finest games of the generation. Do you know came what? Though, some of Rack, I feel like there'd always be one duff one in there, <laughs> <laughs> just to make the offer that little less kind of tempting. <laughs> like, oh, those are good, but I oh, really don't want that fourth game yeah. <laughs> fair fair there were other announcements too like a new challenge tomb forces expansion what's it called a new it's challenge fo- tomb uh yeah oh the yes. the for tomb raider the the, yeah. for, the forge that's the one yeah there is yeah, mm. an expansion for forza horizon 4 Ooh. fortune island mm. looks good yeah what's uh, it based on uh, i don't know excellent <laughs> uh sea of thieves the arena that yes. was announced as well like there were a couple of like, uh, you know smattering of Day of mm. Decay two Z Hunter and yeah there, there's going there's going to be a practice arena in Devil May Cry called the oh, Void yeah, the Void yeah yeah so yeah couple of things coming from XO eighteen and yeah uh, maybe not this generation but the next one looks mm, bright they're going to kill it aren't they from Microsoft mm. at least at this in good stage shape. so bright like a fire the illumination of flames like a firestorm <laughs> indeed <laughs> but around this firestorm Rich there will only be 64 players or 64 Ooh. people no more uh, so Battlefield 5 is looking at uh, 64 players for firestorm it's Battle Royale mode uh, Ryan MacArthur 
the Life Service Development Director at DICE said that they, that DICE want to make sure the firestorm, quote, feels like it's battlefield rather than blackout from Call of Duty or PUBG or Fortnite. Uh, he told VG247, the current target is 64 players with firestorm. One of the key things is that it needs to feel like it's battlefield. And uh, yeah, this is the mode that's being developed by Criterion mm. Games. It will be out in March, I believe, alongside the Tides of War thing. Um or as part of Tides of War. Yeah. 64. I initially thought, why don't, why not just go the whole hog? But then I think their argument kind of holds water. I think if it was any more than 64, it might feel a bit too chaotic. And 64 is not nothing. 88 is is the blackout cap, isn't it? Is that... Was well, it no, it depends. That's, yeah. yeah, it depends what Certain modes. modes. Oh, yeah. It can go up to 100. In, is it the solo one? No, because that's 88. No, I think it's Jaws or... Is it Jaws? I can't remember, but yeah, it it, it depends on the mode. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. (laughs) Because that never feels... I suppose it depends on the map size, doesn't it, really? That's the thing. Well, that's it, yeah. I'm assuming the map might be a bit smaller. Yeah. Um, Well, just a Battlefield map size, generally, I suppose, and it would accommodate the 64 players and therefore feel like Battlefield. So Mm. it makes sense. I want more than 64. I want... Loads. I want hundreds. I want thousands. Millions. Millions potentially right. in my online world, which I'm not sure if I'm going to get that in Red Dead Online. No. Certainly not in the beta phase. Which uh, so we have a release window, I suppose. Right, like we do. We don't have a release date. They said towards the end of the month. They right? said towards the end of this yeah. month. And we are, what, a time of recording the 12th today? Yeah, so a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, we d- Again, we don't know anything about the online mode. The only thing was that leak from, mm. oh, when was that? Earlier this year. The leak from Trusted Reviews, which had the, the mention of Battle Royale and whatever yeah. else. There was a number of things in that that has, right. hasn't been confirmed. They haven't said anything on no. it. Mm. Uh, I don't know if any of those things will come to pass, but it's it's Rockstar have said that Red Dead Online is the evolution of GTA Online. Or sorry, of Red Dead Redemption's online multiplayer. Mm. Did you play much of that? Yeah, quite a bit, actually. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, arguably, GTA Online may be a bit better, but you could posse up and go and do stuff and there were some really cool, cool modes I never and that. played that but it does sound really it was, cool it was good it was good I it's mean, tough to compete if GTA has like jet planes and cars and all sorts yeah, of well, stuff yeah well that's true you know, I you mean you can't have a jet horse got your really, horses can you? that'd be well, good you, though you, you can I mean you could you know, sure. why not yeah. why not also Red Dead Redemption 2 popular yes shipped 17 <laughs> million copies worldwide all? so not sold through shipped to the uninitiated means given to the shops, sold to the shops, not mm. given out of charity. Here How are they going to shift them? Just <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no one's interested, are they? I know, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, quite quite a popular video game. I mm. think did I, I saw the, the stat like 14 million oh, floating around. Yeah. I don't know, but a lot, a lot of people are playing Red Dead Redemption 2. So, cast your mind back a bit to the expose the Kotaku ran on Riot Games, the developer behind League of Legends and the toxic culture at the studio. Well, uh, Riot Games is being sued by one current employee and one former employee for, quote, endemic gender-based discrimination. 
as well as a, quote, men-first environment. So, the yeah, the Gattaca report, which was terrific at the time, it's got a real expose on and the culture there and yeah, yeah how, how terrible it is really uh, but the lawsuit uh, details quote like many of Riot Games female employees plaintiffs have been denied equal pay and found their careers stifled because they are women moreover plaintiffs have also seen their working conditions negatively impacted because of the ongoing sexual harassment misconduct and bias which predominate the sexually uh, hostile working environment of Riot Games so basically yeah there's a lot of stuff in this about um, women not getting paid the same as men, which does remind me of. Uh, do you remember last year? There was I don't know who did this report, but there was the thing that like in the middle of October, yeah. women were going to be, uh, they weren't going to be paid for the rest of the year. No, not they weren't actually not going to get paid. It's just up against their male counterparts. Mm. They, yeah, they they had earned what they were going to earn. Sounds like a slightly too common story. This because. Yeah, we haven't heard anything from Quantic Dream in a while, but that was this was floating around at the similar time, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. what's going on there with Quantic Dream because mm. well, he's suing. He's suing the. Pre- oh yeah, that was the last we heard, things. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Don't know. So yeah, other than that, we uh, we don't know. But you know, highlighting these stories like this, the one hundred hour working conditions, whatever, all all very important. While we we try and get rid of this type of attitude, because uh, Jessica Negron, who is uh, one of the plaintiffs, she said that her. Uh, she said one of her supervisors told her or said that, quote, uh, diversity should not be a focal point of the design of Riot Games uh, games uh, because, where is it here? Uh, because the culture is the last remaining safe haven for white teen boys, oh, which dear. is a ridiculous yeah, statement. That's a stupid thing. So blind to where we are in 2018 yeah. <laughs> in video games and and really... Like that's a very, very, very dangerous statement to make, and it's it, it again. It's that gatekeeping that video games can't can't be inclusive. When Jesus Christ Almighty, why why can't they be? Yeah. And they should be, and they are. Yeah. So fuck off. <laughs> um, until dawn. An excellent game that I try and mention whenever I get the opportunity <laughs> course, to yeah. do mm. so. Supermassive Games, the developer behind Until Dawn, they have said that they have, quote, several PlayStation exclusive titles in development. Obviously, their next game, mm-hmm. uh, Madame Medan, which is part of the Dark Pictures anthology, is multi-platform. But Pete Samuels, the executive producer, he was talking with 4 PDA, and he said... That our relationship with Sony is still excellent. We are working on several unannounced PlayStation exclusives. True, it is impossible to talk about them in detail. In general, I really wanted to present our work to the widest possible audience. That is, the Dark Pictures needs to be released on several platforms. Now, this m- led me to believe that Man of Medan needs to be seen by everyone, widest audience, so on and so forth. So we've no issue with releasing that on every yeah. console, yeah. right? The reason these PlayStation PlayStation exclusives can't be released mm-hmm. on every platform is because they're for the PlayStation VR. <laughs> ah. No, I am guessing. That's what I read into it. Right. I'm, judging by your reaction, I'm guessing that isn't what you read into well, it. Well, Until Dawn wasn't a VR game. Um, the Inpatient was, which was their last one. Mm, and what was the one before that? Russia, Russia Blood. Russia Blood, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. That would make sense, because otherwise, why not? Yeah. release some more on every platform now because they're not 
beholden to Sony. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Well done, Colin. <laughs> yeah. Good snooping. On to what we've been playing this week. And I can't remember the last game oh, yeah. where we had all three of us mm. playing it at the same time. But it has happened mm. again. Agent 47 <clears throat> is back. Uniting people. Indeed. <laughs> with Hitman 2. Yeah. So I finished it. I reviewed it. Rich. I did the first mission. I did one of the legacy missions from the original game that's been sort of remastered. When did you, you play the fucking new game? <laughs> Well, because I'm an idiot. And, um, <laughs> I, I, I played a, a couple of rounds of Ghost Mode, which is super. Well, I haven't played Ghost Mode yet. I really want it's to. It's really good. Yeah, I was watching Dan when he was in the office and Cullen when he was in the studio yeah. thing, and it was good. It the was idea, tense. The idea of... What is the idea of Ghost Mode? I was, gonna say the, I was, gonna, I was actually going to say the idea of Hitman multiplayer is, like, objectionable. But yeah. it's brilliant. It works really well. The idea is... You play, uh, you both play as Agent 47, it's 1v1, uh, you exist within two different kind of instances, parallel kind of worlds, if you parallel like. Parallel dimensions. Yeah, So, but you can see the other's ghost, So, and you're both trying to compete to kill the same target, and you have to uh, get five unnoticed kills before the other player, and if you kill any non-targets you lose a point so you got to be careful hmm. you can't mm-hmm. just run around you know killing people willy-nilly and you can and you can fuck with you you got like ghost coins so you can like disrupt the other yeah, person yeah, yeah. yeah so that is the yeah. only cause, which is really cool because yeah you're, you're existing in your own worlds but yeah with these ghost coins mm. when you throw it uh, people in in your world react, and also people in their world. That's really so cool. It, it can fuck with them, yeah. you know, when they're just about like deliciously fuck yeah. with them. Yeah, like if the security guard's got his back turned or something, <laughs> he's about to execute the guy. You can just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn around, look. I, I think I think ghost mode is an absolute revelation. It's really good, isn't it? Really and good. when well, tomorrow, today, today, time yeah. of recording, um, it, when the lobby is full. Uh, with uh, the Hitman community, yeah, that's going to be so good. Mm-hmm. Now, at launch, there is only the Miami map available, yeah, and but the others are coming shortly. That's a great map as well. That yes, that, well, that's the thing. You don't. It, it says beta on the menu screen, and it is just that one map. But you still don't kind of feel shortchanged because no, no two matches yeah. ever unfold in the same way. Yeah. So I mean, it could just be on that one map, and I'd be happy. Yeah. But the fact it's on all of them. Great. Happy days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> indeed, <good>. indeed. <laughs> Josh, you have finished or nearly just nearly, about finished. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit good. I really like it. Is it is a bit good. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mm. bit good. I think um, it's maybe not quite as good as Hitman 2016, just because I feel like the the test of the Hitman game is just the maps mm-hmm. and that just like Sapienza and I mean. But there are some really good... The Miami one is amazing. Uh, the one in Vermont, what's it called? Whittleton Creek. Whittleton Creek is amazing, which is basically the... the is, was a, it another new, life? New, it was like life. a new life, but it's called another life, mm-hmm. so it's like that. I blew up an SUV with a rubber duck. Yeah. Very nice. happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and although I did... I was a little bit like the first one, the Hawke's Bay one. Sort of, it is, it is a map, but it's also yeah. the tutorial, so I sort of feel like... 
Oh, all really right. Count so it's kind one. of five. Like, what is it? Six in total. There are six maps in total. Seven if you add the the sniper, sniper challenge. Assassin. Yeah, but which is amazing, by the way. Have mm. you guys played the sniper assassin? No, I've, seen, I've watched Dan playing it. So oh. good, so good. Possibly yeah. my favourite thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I I love I love it so much. Nice. Anyway, yeah, go on. But as you say, the first map. It's. It doesn't act as the tutorial because in the game the tutorial is the tutorial from the first game. <laughs> yeah. But oh yeah, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's not. That. It's not as open as mm. as the other maps. It's it, a lovely it, map though. It's I a do grand like that, map. That that sexy modern house with the glass panels mm-hmm. and the blinds and the beach and stuff. That was very very cool. Yeah. But it, um, but yeah, it's nowhere near as expansive as no. as the other ones. No, no. that's true. What's but, your favorite maps? I haven't got far enough. Oh yeah, so you've I, got, I, well, I saw, I saw, I watched Dan playing the Mumbai map, and that looked yeah. cool. But um, I need some time to delve into it properly because yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I've been reviewing stuff. Mm-hmm. I've really had time to fully digest. Yes, is it? Get yeah. into it. I think Whittleton Creek, yeah. which is the yeah the the one in American suburbia, as you say, a take off of a new life. Yeah, which is my. Hmm, I was about to say maybe my favorite Blood Money mission. But yeah, it's just bigger and more and lovely, Wilton Creek and Autumnal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, the previous game didn't do that well commercially, did it? And I can't get my head around why that is. Probably the ep- because it's, it's people episodic thing. Well, this one isn't episodic, so I really, really hope it does well because it yeah. deserves to. And I don't understand why the Hitman franchise isn't massive. I mean, it was once upon a time, I feel like, but... Would you I say don't think it was, I don't think it's ever been it's massive because they've always I, been difficult. Well, I don't understand why it's not huge. I mean, it, it's fairly big to create two terrible yeah, yeah. movies. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt. Steady on. <laughs> but sorry, <laughs> I mean, right. sorry, yeah. <laughs> two star movies, all right. Anyway, wow, two stars. Wow. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But I, I would say that yeah, the the Whittleton Creek one mm-hmm. because I mean, I, I like the majority of the maps mm-hmm. in it, but. There's a certain character to that that I really enjoy because it's quite peaceful. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's the, the characters in it and how the, the kills you can get are fucking terrific. Right. I really enjoy it. Even the guard, like, I'm not going to go mad spoilery because the, the kills are the, the, they're the spoilers, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Lord knows the story is a bucket of shit. But, <laughs> the, like, the, the barbecue happening in this. Uh, I can't remember whatever the name there's of the like family a, is. Yeah, the, the, Nolan, well, do you know what I like something. about it is even the fact that that level and there's, um, I suppose, yeah, there's, there's some variation in the levels. Like, do you know, it isn't just kill these two people or whatever. Yeah. Like that level, for example, it has you collecting a number of different things. There's one level oh. where the identity of uh, a target is, uh, or you have, to, you have to find out the identity before, bef- yeah, yeah, before yeah, you yeah, actually yeah. kill them. Uh, there's another one. One where you're sort of, without, again, without giving too much away, helping someone else. Yeah. Which is just really, really nicely done. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that that is awesome. Yeah. My favourite would possibly be Columbia. Yeah. That was amazing. Just because beautiful, but that's also... That's kind of the... That's the one I would... 
say is most like Sapienza. If yes. it feels like the sequel to Sapienza in some ways. Yeah, actually, I didn't really think of that. Yeah, because you've got the sort of like you know, it it's a place where regular people live. You've mm. got like the sprawling village and stuff. Not quite as amazing as Sapienza, yeah. but still very, very, very cool. Plus, some of the kills on that particular one still make me go when I think of them, which is a sort of <laughs> shudder for people that didn't see me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but yes. yeah, you you don't think it's quite as good as maybe the first one. not. Is, is that like Marrakesh and Hokkaido as well? Like, yeah, it all just hinges. And Paris, just the first one was yeah. amazing, the mm. fashion show thing. But, you know, Ghost Mode and Sniper Assassin. Yes, I do mm. need to jump into, because yeah. Ghost might be one of those things where it's like, that swings it. And, yeah. you know, fair enough. It is very good. It does look delicious. Mm-hmm. Would, like, so you, Rich, you said, you know, the Hitman series is excellent and mm. why, why isn't it more popular? Yeah. Imagine, so the, I feel like I'm banging this drum, but... <laughs> Imagine how good Hitman could be if yeah. the story was any good. I get it, right? Yeah. Every, people listen, oh, I don't come to Hitman for the story. Then fucking get rid of it. Then in that case, there is no story. You are a bald man who spe- <laughs> who speaks to this lady who tells you things every now and again. Well, it's just, get rid of the fucking story. It's just or, to tie or, the thing or together, isn't it? Get, make the story good. And it, yeah, and actually, by the way, it used to be good. I mean, Hitman 2 had a really lovely thing where he'd hung up his guns and he was with that uh, priest yeah. uh, in the in 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 uh, the, the in Tuscany down, or whatever right? it was and they bring him out of retirement yeah, and he yeah. sort of and basically that game's kind of fueled by revenge and then contracts had a really lovely frame thing where the whole game yeah, he was just like on the operating table he, remembering yeah. his past yeah. they used to have really good narratives blood money was where which ironic is probably the best game but that is where the narrative started to go a bit silly the stuff in the white house and the sort of hokey journalist who's tracking yeah. him it was a bit like oh, all right bit. even silliness is fine because the game, the game yeah, yeah. lives and dies by its silliness. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And you getting dressed in a pink flamingo's outfit and mm-hmm. whatever else. Another highlight. And that, that's right. Like, I enjoy... Even I enjoy the dichotomy, I suppose, between the, like, super serious... It's Yakuza-like. Ding. First Yakuza mention. Yeah. Like, the... <laughs> between, like, the super serious narrative and the silliness of you getting dressed in all these different outfits and... Wacky ca- ...causing mayhem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... It's just not. It's it's hard to follow, and it's not good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. and the cutscenes are a bit downgraded as well. Cutscenes that was actually really yeah. annoyed me. Really annoyed me because 2016 one lovely pre-rendered cutscenes, yeah. like really really nice. And I do I do have a soft spot for the for the Hitman 2016 story. I liked the sort of Iago stuff and the shadowy people who are selling intelligence and using beautiful people yeah. to seduce people. It was it was nonsense, mm-hmm. but it was sort of glorious nonsense. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a sort of shit Bond film or something. Whereas mm-hmm. this one, it's just, yeah, it's just still images and something about a shadow client. I've no idea what she's talking about. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. But still great. You know, yeah, like the, the actual, yeah. the moment-to-moment gameplay <laughs> Indeed. is excellent. It is. And... Yeah, figuring out... Uh, do you know what I love about Hitman? Is starting a level and feeling like you're completely lost. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then figuring it all and out. And then figuring it all out. Because mm-hmm. like, that, that's what the Hitman games are. They are they're, they're puzzle yeah. games. Mm. When the penny drops with the amount of different opportunities you've got in front of you, like, yeah. I could do it this way, I could do it that way. Mm. Uh-huh. It, there's so many different ways you can approach a level. And it's a, good, it's a better way to release it this way because... I find I do just go on to the next mission. Right. And then I come back late. Like, I wasn't a fan of the episodic See, thing. See, I like the See, episodic, I like the episodic could, as well. Yeah, you yeah. could rinse it. You could well, you rinse can, You can still level. do that now. It's you just you're can, not forced to. But I think episodic, it suited Hitman because, because 
I don't know, forced as... I mean, yeah, you are right. Because I, I do go back anyway. Like, I end yeah. up rinsing them all. It's just I get a nice little palette change if I want one. And then I'm like, okay, now I'll go back and do the other one in a I different I just felt way. like having the episodes, it gave you additional impetus to really get the most out of a level. Yeah. And then you could be like, oh, I look forward to the next one now. Not so much impetus as force. <laughs> no, <laughs> you say force, I say impetus. It encouraged it by what? denying you the other stuff. What's <laughs> used in war? Is it impetus or force? Bit of both. Right. Say. <laughs> okay. And what about the war, the fifth war, which I'm guessing oh, yeah. is what is documented in Battlefield 5? Yes, the Fifth World War, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's correct. No, it's World War 2, isn't it? And um, have you guys played Battlefield 5 at all? No. No, so this is all on me. This is all on you, Rich. Oh, my God. Take us there. Have mercy on us all. Um, Yeah, so, all right, I reviewed it. Uh, I played a lot. It's very good. Initially, I felt like it was... (laughs) Can I get something a bit deeper than that, please? (laughs) No, can we move on? That's it. Um, No, initially, I thought, oh, this is kind of a bit more of the same. But the more you kind of get into the nitty-gritty, you realise that it's dice kind of, again, pairing down things to get to the essence of what battlefield is which is like these big large-scale levels with the destruction and stuff and it's kind of light on gimmicks um the only gimmicks really that you could call to mind are like the fortifications so now you can build like um barrier barricades and put sandbags around a, a point you've captured or something to protect it oh a bit. that's cool or you can board up windows and give yourself a little sniper spot kind of uh hem yourself in a bit mm-hmm. which yeah. is kind of cool um but yeah like the the four classes are kind of pared down to the essentials of uh-huh. what you need um it's just really good it's just and the story is these little bite-sized nuggets now yeah i mean or- the single player story like same as Battlefield same as, 1. Same as Battlefield 1, 1 so they're yeah. called War Stories again. There's right. only three of them. They're fairly short, but they're quite good. Um, and the menu has another one, like, coming soon. There's a there's a fourth one coming, and I imagine that they might add more. They're about an hour and a half, two hours each. Um, they've got collectibles and stuff that, that could extend the play. I heard you, you say that back. the first one isn't great, though. Is the, the first, first one's one? all right. I think it's the character is irritating. Why? Billy Bridger, he's sort of a, he's kind of a, a stereotypical sort of Cockney geezer, sort of tear away ne'er do well, who's kind of dragged out, you know, <laughs> you're coming to war with me, Billy, kind of thing, you know. Yeah. That's his rehabilitation. He's, he's in prison for robbing banks and being <laughs> a bit of a shit. And, Brilliant. Yeah. But, um, no, it's good. It's the, the level itself is good, but I'd say the best one's probably the, the second one, the Norwegian one in the snowy mountains. Oh, Cause cool. there's, there's one act in which you're infiltrating, uh, kind of um base a german base up in the mountains and it's Ooh, really cool that sounds like uh on a majesty's or something yeah or inception yeah so like in, in the first mission i'd say there's a bit too much stealth but in the second one the stealth mechanics really work for it so you can throw things to distract guards and you can creep up behind them and slit their throats or whatever huh. and take them down silently so um yeah it's really cool does it feel incomplete at all yeah because a little you can, bit. only because you mention one war story is coming. We yeah. spoke about Firestorm. That's not coming until yeah. March. Tides of War is greyed out, saying so coming soon. I think there's a, an option for a firing range, like a practice bit that's coming soon. It's like, well, who's going to use that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they'll have learned the by then. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, why isn't that in the game from like, the get-go? What, what, what have you been dabbling with in multiplayer? Like, what, what is, what, what is the, the new cool thing? Well, I mean, Conquest is still the go-to, but that's not new. Um, Grand Operations, there was something similar to that in Battlefield 1, where the kind of action unfolds over several different days. So if you get absolutely destroyed one day, you can win it back over the subsequent days. Um, that's kind of zone capture stuff, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, I suppose the new thing, if it is new, is the infantry focus. I mean, I'm sure that's been in past battlefields, but there's 32 player kind of more intimate, no vehicles, just troops right. shooting each other in like team deathmatch, capture the flag, domination, those kind of, kind of, um, classic FPS modes. So yeah, hmm. there's that. It, it feels like a, a good, generous package and, you know, you could play it endlessly for hours and hours and hours but it's when you look at those little greyed out options on the menu you think oh, I wish Get those things were here yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean but next month they'll be here which makes you kind of feel like why didn't they just mm-hmm. delay the game a couple of weeks and it would have felt like a more complete thing hmm. so what is it about the multiplayer that, or like is it just the fact that this is a battlefield game like is that what you enjoy about this if you get what yeah. I'm saying like is, is this Battlefield 1-2 or Battlefield 4-2 like you know um, whichever Battlefield you want to go back to like does this change the formula all that much or is it just another good Battlefield really game because like to go back to what we were saying yeah. about Hitman like Hitman 2 is very much and like stay with me it's very much Hitman 2 yes. it Hitman's <laughs> as hard as it can fucking Hitman mm. it is the sequel to Hitman right Hitman yeah. 2 it's re- if you liked Hitman you'll like Hitman 2 is this similar in that like Hitman 2 doesn't change an awful lot right. but it changes within the design of the maps and, and whatever like here if it's the same modes, mm-hmm. if it's the same gun feel, like what, what? I don't know. What's what's different, or or is it just it's a good battlefield game? It's a good battlefield game. I think maybe the feel is a bit more. Oh, can't really describe. It's, it just feels more immediate, and you can just get into it very easily. And they've just stripped back, like I say, the gimmicks, so it just feels like there's no complicated bits and bells and whistles. You got to kind of figure out mm-hmm. just get in there and start playing straight away and it just feels good it feels right it's okay. robust and uh yeah it's just great so yeah i i, I get what you're saying you know mm. you see it on the dashboard and you you fire it up or exactly. yeah you know you you just because yeah, yeah. that's that's what you want like fire is important you, you i can't can, wait for fire just storm. ignite it yeah just ignite yeah, just that, breathe. that yeah yeah reignite it when you go back indeed <laughs> Spyro Reignited Trilogy, yeah. Josh Wise. You played a little bit of this. Big time. Me too. As has Rich. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, well, gone, actually, yeah, you've probably... Actually, up, you played a decent gone mad. Job. I was up till 3am last night. Madness. Yeah. Utter madness. It's addictive. It is addictive, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, I've played... Uh, I've jumped into all three games. I've played the most of the first game. Spyro the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, Appropriately titled. Yeah, mm. good. And boy, is he reignited, lads. Boy, is he reignited. It looks lovely. I just think of all these dragons you rescue. Yeah. The character models are amazing. Yeah. They go, thanks Spyro, and then they kind of fly off. They're it's off, like, off all again. effort into those character I know. models just for that. I know, and I was wow. sort of like, oh, what's his story? Because there's one dragon you rescue. I like We've sort of jumped straight into this. This yeah. is good. There's one dragon, and his, his tail is a paintbrush. Mm. No, 
not really elaborated on. But he sort of like fondles it and he's got a little <laughs> easel. But he's like, right, oh, very nice. And he's off again. And he so flies away. He flies away. It does yeah. look really, really nice. No, but it looks, it looks lovely. lovely. It looks lovely. And uh, he, it's fun because you endlessly scamper and collect gems. Yeah. But in 2018. That's brilliant still. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, that's so what, can I, what can I spend my gems on? Something? Or am I nope, like, nothing. good lord? No. Nothing. No. no. Do, they, they, do they upgrade my health in nope. any way? Do I have a nope. skill tree? Do nope. I... Listen, nope. listen, listen. So what's the fuck is the you, point of these gems? You, you get 100%. You feel warm and fuzzy and complete. Yeah. And the it. nagging need to get those gems is silenced. Mm. The fires of that need are quelled. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that, but Josh just put his like finger in the air like he's giving an inspirational a sermon, speech. A yeah, sermon. A sermon. I am irritated, by the way, and it's completely unreasonable, but that's why I'll share it. Um, it's Ripto's Rage, and I don't like it. It should right. be Spyro 2, colon, Gateway to Glimmer. Oh, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And, and every time I see I it on the I menu, never, I go, oh. I thought I never remember. I'd never remember Ripto's, Ripto's Rage. Rage. I remember Ripto, because yeah. he's a little sort of, you know vampiric fella he gateway was quite iconic yeah, 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 yeah gateway yeah, yeah. to glimmer because it is the, the little mice the mining mice yeah sort uh, of yeah. so whilst it looks lovely and looks has, been, lovely. has been updated quite well in that regard mm-hmm. does it does it play like a game well, or the, the, well, the three thing. games do they play like games from the late 90s early noughties yes but yeah. okay I whereas something like it's really unreasonable of me again but like ukulele that kind of annoys me because it's like well they made it in order to to sort of like yeah. to go in on that but yeah. with spyro it's like well they've just dressed it up again and i sort of it's weird i sort of instinctively give that a bit of a free pass because it's sort of prodding my nostalgia well because it's but, a product of but its is that, time is that all it is right? is just nostalgia <sighs> yes i i mean yes i think so but then a lot of the game design in it just still works it's like it's like a sort of classic zelda form. you know you you're going you're collecting there's platforming. None of it's particularly challenging. Mm-hmm. I want some of those so, actually, flying levels. I say are that the fl- flying levels are fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no, they are. They are. To be fair, um, and he gets on a skateboard in the third game, which is a real treat. Yeah. Um, but it just still works. <laughs> I saw you discover that live. Yes, you did. Yes, he was <laughs> bore witness to my that's on the site because I, I thought incredible. it was. I thought it was Enter the Dragonfly for the PS2. Right. When yeah. they sort of went, well, let's cash in on '90s cool, you know. Yeah. But actually, it's Year of the Dragon and Hunter the Tiger gives you a skateboard oh. which spyro does with all fours he does it with three of his legs on the board and one of his hind legs is this is the sort of the pushing okay, leg yeah just controversial sense. i thought well you'd have two pushing legs mm. if you're a quadruped but he doesn't he also uses his wings for added assistance on the board which i feel is unfair but anyway this <laughs> is... in in a competitive environment it certainly would it be. would be yeah it would but be. here i suppose he's only he's up against himself up against yeah. himself and there are little lizards hanging from balloons that you have to sort of ride into of and course collect. there is this yeah. was the there 90s are, the yeah. 90s did, did you like spyro as much as josh liked spyro i only ever played a demo so i, I don't really i'm not <laughs> as invested from a nostalgia standpoint well then he you're a good case study by, yeah. in the gameplay then Clearly, it's it just compulsive. It's compulsive. It's the collecting stuff. It just speaks to that inner yeah. completist in me. And you're up till three a.m. That's a testament to it working. It, yeah. There you yeah. go. So there you go. There you go. I'm a sucker for it. And it's very, it is very pretty. Just it's just to, re- nice just to, to look reiterate, in it. Yeah, it is. And you can very and the gliding's fun. It is fun. It's that classic old school thing, like Jack and Daxter, where it's just fun yeah. to be. In that mad little body, just running yeah, around, just to run jumps around and, and glide and, and jump. And just feels good to oh, play. Quiet down, you two. 
Man, oh man, quiet man. All right, man. We'll be quiet men, if that's what you want. Foolishly, I forgot to to pull back the curtain. I forgot to mention the quiet man last week. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Uh, How is it? Is it good? It's really good. It's right? very good. I've heard it's superb. I'll, I'll it keep it short and sweet because I feel like everyone's gotten their quiet man fill at this stage. But how that game gets made in 2018 <laughs> is astounding. I kind of want to buy it. Like, but th- uh, this yeah. is, I, I've said this in the office, their human head and square are in a better position that people are ripping this game to shreds yeah. rather than just going, eh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is offensive in a number of different ways (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. genuinely like you are a so you yeah you're a a quiet man you're a a, a (laughs) deaf uh early 20s i suppose maybe baby faced he looks like Mm. something from like westlife when they started he's he has that sort of hair it's kind of emo-y isn't it a little bit yeah maybe a bit more emo like covering he yeah his mom dies right because she's shot by a gang member I think and then as this man you go around just like beating up on minorities and okay. uh, yeah it's it's questionable in that regard very little is explained to you you figure it out all yourself uh, there's even like a bar on the side a blue bar that goes up the more you do deal damage but the like that isn't I, like I was playing it for about 20 minutes and going <laughs> what the fuck is that I hadn't thought that before well, well, it, it just gives you like a special attack or something as right. far as memory serves it's it's the, the combat is clunky and unresponsive the camera you fight against Ugh. the camera is sort of fixed but it, well, it's, it's one of those things where it's fixed but you can move it slightly right, yeah. kind of left oh, or right. Wow, you, that's you old can, school. Like, yeah, yeah. You give can, it a wiggle. You can like move it around the character oh, as such. Yeah. And yeah, the story is like that because you're deaf, the cutscenes are mute mm-hmm. and uh, <clears> you <throat> must try and figure out what's happening, which is a game in and of itself. Wow. Well, you got the patch uh, out. So yeah, now. a patch mm. has come out mm. that updates the game with sound now. The quiet man answered. <laughs> yes. It's gold. <laughs> which, which sure, like uh, clearly what human head thought they were doing or the director from my heart, whoever made this decision. Right. They wanted to make something deep and something emotive. Right, yeah. And it fails in almost every conceivable way. Yeah. Because even the fact that it's being patched to add in sound, that feels like an admission mm. of... Doesn't work. ...of <laughs> the fact that it doesn't work. Because yeah. mm. there are points even where this character, who is deaf, isn't on screen, yet the player at home... They still can't hear what characters are talking about, and there are parts oh. where the main, the the quiet man, it looks like he can understand what the other person is saying. But if he can lip read, then maybe we should get subtitles. I don't know. The because yeah. yeah, I should say there's no option for subtitles either. Oh. And also sometimes you just see him like chatting with them. I'm like, what's the fuck is Make happening? Make your bloody here? mind up. I'm just like what what's happening? Yeah, it's, it's very. Ah, oh, it's very bad. I do Sounds kind boring. of want it, though, to the point where I think I might get it. But this is it. what I'm saying. Yeah, this is what I'm and saying. that's, like, I guess... Like, it's what, like 20 quid-ish? Oh, so I think it's like a tenner. Needs to be a tenner. Oh, is it a tenner? Wants yeah, to be a tenner. Yeah, yeah, I think it like, is. That's a good, that's a good entry, yeah. uh, entry price there for a lot of people who would hear the likes of me ripping it. Is it at least and, mercifully short? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like... Well, well, I, I think it's like two hours or something now, right? But I played it for about an hour and a half on live stream yeah. and then the game bugged out because I was talking to somebody else who played it mm-hmm. and they said that the part where I was, was there was meant to be a cutscene afterwards right. and I never got that cutscene it didn't trigger brilliant so I was like 
fuck is it's not going it's shit it's a technically it, it broke crap for me as well, as well. Oh, so I think hell. it's only around like two hours yeah brilliant I'm probably going to get it to be honest <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I don't think I am I'm going to get a tenner and I'm going to get it you were almost a jill sandwich it's me Mario would you kindly let's go bowling this is my favourite store on the Citadel war never changes Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character, and you, Rich Walker, and you, Josh Wise, must give me the correct answer. All you have to do is say stop, and then give me said answer. You get the clues once, and once only. Listen up, listen up. Good clue number one. My first and only appearance in a video game came in 2015. 2000. And 15. Hmm. Whilst, uh, clue number two, whilst the marketing depicted me in a specific outfit and as a male, I am entirely customizable. Hmm. Huh. Okay. Clue number three. Actually, players can even choose some of my backstory. 2015. Hmm. Clue number four. My game was partly inspired by H.P. Lovecraft and Bram Stoker. Stop. Uh, Josh Wise. The Hunter of the Dream in Bloodborne. And this week's winner is Oh, I never Josh played Bloodborne. That's Wise. not fair. <laughs> oh, what are you doing not playing Bloodborne? And I don't know he's called the Hunter of the Dream. Well, a Hunter no, of the Dream. No, no, I would have accepted the Hunter. That's what he's known as. You, Fix. Everyone, Fix. oh, you're such know. a scumbag. Well, what are you doing not playing Bloodborne? To go Outrageous. Through, to go through Someone the clues. My first and only appearance in a video game came in 2015. Bloodborne, obviously. <laughs> Clue number two. Why's the marketing depicted me in a specific outfit and as a male? I am entirely customizable. Mm-hmm. They are. Clue number three. Uh, actually, players can even choose some of my backstory. I love that. Yeah, you can make them, you know, whatever, whatever I you want. I had no chance this week. Uh, clue number no four, chance. my game was partly inspired by H.P. Lovecraft and Bram Stoker. Yes. And clue number five, which we didn't get to, a resounding success critically and commercially. My game isn't part of this particular series, but owes an awful lot to... I'm disgusted I didn't get to do this <laughs> thing. But owes an awful lot to... Uh, how do I say this without giving it away? <laughs> Something soulful, which was going to be the clue <laughs> and would have surely really? given it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Josh White. Thank and you very for much. shame, Rich Walker. You should at yeah, least know I'm the man's the, the no. terrible, terrible. Man or woman's name is The Hunter. No. Oh, you're a disgrace. Man, I never played Earthworm Jim, but I still got it that week. There you, you know. go. Ooh, ooh. Oh. Ooh. Sassy. Oh. Sassy. <laughs> uh, I'm rich. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. Hold on, what have I this done to deserve part, this? <laughs> this is the part of the show I where sound like that. we read out your correspondence. Right, that's, <laughs> my, that's my, turn <laughs> my turn next week. I'm going to do an offensive Irish accent. Because, because, because this, because you can email us at any stage throughout the week by emailing podcast at videogamer.com yeah, right, or, or you can <laughs> or you can tweet us because we, we look for your questions theories comments queries on our videogamer.com Twitter account sounds like Lurch from the Adams family yeah that's me <laughs> Gary from Ireland got in touch and Gary 
said, Hi lads, love the show. Colin might be most qualified to answer this question, but I'd be interested to hear Rich and Josh's thoughts too. So, what is the worst Irish accent you've come across in games? Your recent Who Am I answer, Sean Devlin from The Saboteur, is my favourite in a hilariously bad way. The pilot from Mercenaries 2 is exceptionally awful as well. Red Dead Redemption 2's Sean Maguire and Molly O'Shea are are actually voiced by Irish actors so it is possible to get authentic accents but then you have the O'Driscoll gang oh dear anyway keep up the good work Gary from Ireland alright I will throw it to you can you think of an Irish Worst I mean Irish you, you liked Sean from I the like Saboteur Sean. Sean Devlin's great uh, he's a hard drinking Nazi thumping fella mm. Rich can you think of like the- See, I could reel off movie ones but game ones uh, Can you think no, of a game that has a leprechaun in it? Because that's a surefire way oh, to I get don't know. to some... None spring to mind. Well, yeah. the original Red Dead Redemption had Irish, who was awful. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who had a horrendous accent and was, was like, a stereotype. But, like, I love a lot of things about Red Dead Redemption, but I said this in my Red Dead 2 review, that Red Dead 2 deals with people from different countries and ethnicities and races and whatever else in a far better way than Red Dead did. Like, even if you take the Javier that's in Red Dead 2 and compare him to the one that is in Red Dead Redemption, it's worlds apart, you know? Yeah. Also, Shea Patrick Cormac, horrendous. Oh, from, is that Rogue? Is that yeah. Assassin's Creed yeah. Rogue? Yeah. Just awful. And then some of the better ones, like, I love Sean Maguire in Red Dead 2. Molly is an excellent uh, accent as well. Atlas is, is good, right? And I was just about to say, Fire Atlas Shop? is probably my top. Uh, what, just top ever? I think Atlas is a, a phenomenal... Like, well, again, it's it's played by an Irish actor, so which is why it's going to be better. Now, I'm not saying people can't yeah. do accents. Like, I did a brilliant one there yeah. of a Wolverhampton uh, It was uncanny, accent. that. Superb, yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, it's easier, obviously, if you get people who are from an area to voice the fucking mm. Hey, what about, what about Packy McCreary, GTA 4? I feel uh, like the McCreary's oh, were well done. Yeah. And particularly Packy, because he was the one that on four, when you did Four Leaf Clover... He was like, you spoke to him quite a lot, and his sounds. sister Molly as well. Or was it Kate? Kate McCreary, that's right. I think I have a feeling he was a really good one. I so, don't remember it being bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think Anyway, right. I, think yeah, I can't think of any leprechauns, and I feel like they would be the dead giveaway. Daniel got in touch, and Daniel said, Hi there, VG champions, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Update with regards to the charity gaming marathon, Extra Life. Our crew raised just over 1,300 Canadian dollars. We had a great time gaming, but raising the money for the kids made the experience so much more enjoyable. I highly recommend more gamers doing something similar. Well done, Daniel. That's very good. Second update, I actually did follow your advice. I grabbed a used almost perfect 360 controller but because it was so cheap I had enough shrapnel for the unusually interesting Steam controller so now I have the best of both worlds so this is not really a question just yeah it's a comment this is exactly he's covered he's covered thanks thanks uh, Daniel (laughs) yeah which is thank um, you very much because we were saying like yeah why would you not get the 360 but he he's both he did he excellent yeah uh, Roy got in touch hey guys had a win this week bought a game by the name of Sunless Skies on a whim because it was on sale and it turns out it's fantastic what was the last game you bought just because that really what was the last game you bought just because that really surprised you aside from Yakuza love your work <laughs> that's something I don't tend to do much these days just buy a game because like I do it loads. Uh, uh, yeah, are you not a sucker for a that. sale? Not really. Oh. I can't remember the last time I just bought a game on a whim. Huh? 
Yeah. I like to gather gather my acorns for the winter. If I ever see going something for like three or four quid, I might love that. Uh, Preferably if I don't I know anything about it. And recently. what what was the last? Uh, I remember being really pleasantly surprised by a game called Jotun, which was the Thunder uh, Lotus thing. I I remember I can picture J or T U N, isn't it? What what, what is it? Uh, it's Jotun. So they are they are. It's like a it's hand drawn. Thunder Lotus is the dev who also did Sundered, which is also hand drawn, um, and it's like a Norse mythology thing. You play as a Viking woman. I can't remember her name. The story's really well done, and you go to the different realms on Yggdrasil, which is the life tree. Uh, it's beautiful to look at, and she's going after, I think, the spirit of her brother who fell in battle but not honorably and if you're up on your Norse mythology mm. you know that that's very important anyway I was very very pleasantly surprised by that game um, and oh and I got I got Never Alone as well in a sale I remember I reviewed that I think was that the one the Inuus yes, game yes, yes. yeah, yeah with the that. white wolf and that um, oh and uh, Sea of Solitude no sorry yeah Sea of Solitude which is an Insomniac Games that one that was the Metroidvania the GameStop one wasn't it the GameStop one Solitude, yes yeah, yeah. With the, in your little submarine under the ocean I used to do it all the time I'm just trying to it's think really back it's really good to, to do that in, like, I, used to, I did it with Ico back in the day but I think we discussed that bought that in a whim yeah bought that in a whim didn't really know that much about it Came in a fancy cardboard box. Yeah, I, yeah, I had that same. I grabbed that, and it was it was amazing. But um, no, I, I really it definitely happens it less and less for me these yeah. days. Yeah. Going off of just more public opinion or yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. William asks, in memory of Stanley, what's your favorite cameo of his? I get teary eyed at his Spider Man PS4 appearance. Um, I quite liked his one in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Which, that was quite. Oh, was good he? One. A, he was a spaceman. Mm, yeah, it was kind of cool. Um, I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for all of them. It's always nice. To, it was always nice to see him pop up. It was in the films, you know. Also, I should say, uh, is that the guitarist of the Jesus and Mary Chain, William Reed? Because if it is William, thank you very much for the music. Probably is just putting that out. There. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Astrid got in touch. You'll have no doubt already discussed Detective Pikachu before reaching the question. So instead of asking your thoughts in general, instead I'll ask you: out of the ones we've seen in the trailer, which is your favourite movie Pokemon, and which one horrifies you the most? Psyduck looked good. Psyduck looked oh, terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Psy- I like Psyduck so- and the Bulbasaurs, obviously. Love them. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, they, they were great. I think they're, they're, like a lot of these look horrific. I suppose but I, I'm, I'm on board with terrifying. that. If Mr. Mr. Mime if did look. Mr. Mime came into your house. Oh, you'd shoot him dead instantly. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know where the gun has <laughs> appeared from. But well, you could mime one. Excellent oh, yeah. thinking, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Probably get that lo- way because you'd have to play along. Mime yeah. loading a shotgun. He'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. I know you're, you were a big fan of the Bulbasaurs, weren't you? The yeah, army of they were. They were great. Also, mm-hmm. what quite disconcerting was the missing persons poster, which had a little squirtle, oh, squirtle. on it. Oh, yeah. like, oh, what's Squirtle doing missing? Mm-hmm. Where's he gone? Who's got him? <laughs> uh, Michael asks if they make a Red Dead 3, what timeline do you think it might be? Could it actually translate into a lawless version of England with highway men, etc.? Oh, highwaymen. Be careful of spoilers. As much as I like that idea, I can't see it veering away from the Wild West setting. Go back again. Do Young Dutch. I think that's all they... Yeah. I, I think that's really, the keep way. Keep going back. Keep going back. Play as young Dutch, and that really would be like if they did like eighteen six. You could get like the real West when it was really in its pomp. Really wild. Really wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, 
Let me see here. Jur asks, we've had best biscuit, best crisps, and best chocolate bar. So what is the best breakfast cereal? Oh. I am going to say one of the finest breakfast cereals, very unsung, a golden graham. Oh, yes. they are good. Oh, I'm a where do, fan where of do a you go- stand on a cinnamon graham? I, I don't think I've ever had a cinnamon graham. Really? They're also yeah. good as are well. they good? They, they turn the milk weird, though. They do, yeah. The milk goes weird. Golden sort of grahams are It's too cinnamony and like... <sighs> I'm a fan of a golden graham. I'm a fan of a crunchy nut. Hate nuts... Love a crunchy nut. You love a crunchy nut. I'm You're a complex a creature. Yeah, I'm very unusual I'm a, man. I'm a, I love it. I love it. Satay <laughs> as well. Really? I hate nuts. Oh, Disgusting. Mate, I, I can't Ho- figure you out. Cr- but crunchy nut is crunchy nut is just sugar. It's just like yeah, that's all that is. Thing. I'm not allowed these anymore. Well, it is I, like I, I mean, I haven't had any of these in ages. I have porridge yeah. is what I have now. Yeah. But right, rice skills as well, which they had to take off the market. Uh, they which they were just just sugar, just puffed yeah. up sugar. Yeah. Yeah. I used to love just chocolate cereals like Weetos and Cocoa Pops and yeah. chocolate, I always chocolate cornflakes. I always found Weetos very hard, very tough. Yeah. Yeah. No, you let the milk soften them a wee bit and then they're But it would have to only nice. be a wee bit, otherwise yeah, it just becomes sludge. Yeah. You do sometimes at the bottom of the bowl get those really nasty. Oh, yeah. Or you sometimes get the, the Weeto that hasn't baked properly and it's rock hard. Yeah. Rock hard Weeto. Yeah. And it always reminds me of um that episode of The Simpsons where Bart the gets the, the, free, the free jagged metal oh, crusty yeah. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> any, any favourite cereals Josh? Uh, absolutely loads but uh, Lucky Charms are great oh, oh Jesus Lucky Charms Lucky are Charms are so good the milk oh. turns into like this this frothy pink Sugary, mass disgusting. of sugar all the American cereals oh, are mangy Lucky so Charms Fruity Loops there's a reason that Lucky Fruity Charms Fruity Loops, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. <laughs> there's a reason that Lucky Charms came to the UK and then went away. They're still quickly. in my Tesco. What do you mean? Are they? Yeah. Can you get are them? they? Are, are they, they in the, in the, the world foods section? section? Uh, not. No, well, they're just in the <laughs> cereal section. They used to be like advertised on TV and stuff. Really? Oh, frosted Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Frosted, frosted Lucky Charms. As if it wasn't enough. There's an offensive Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Our, what was it? Uh, white diamonds, <laughs> yellow moons. <laughs> <laughs> Is it orange stars? P- Mallow pink hearts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Oh, also, uh, 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 I'm a big comboer. Were well, you guys combo cereals? <laughs> hey, uh, combo what? Like uh, are the chuck oh, a couple of things no. in the bowl? Like the shandy of the cereal world? Big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so did like, that. I, did, I actually, do you know what? Yeah, like if you had a cornflake and or a rice crispy or whatever, mix it with a cocoa oh, pop or a, or a frosty or whatever. That's you know, great. And I'll tell you what's really good. That is abominable. What's really good? Not so much on its own, but if you had Crave. No. no okay, no, I well, I'll tell you what. Are it's they, like chocolate in the middle? Sort of pillows, yeah, with chocolate chocolate filling. They just mm. sound wrong. On its own, it's a little bit, mm. But if you mix that bad boy up with some cornflakes or some frosties, man, you're in yeah. for a treat. Oh, Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to have to look into it. And James asks, Spice Girls or S Club 7? S Club 7. Neither. Spice Girls. They're both <laughs> bloody awful. We have come to a stalemate. Yes. I think for historical... Um, History. Spice <laughs> it is the best kind. For historical history. <laughs> and the Spice Girls have reformed, I believe. They have. Sans, oh, sans posh. Yes, Victoria yes. has. I don't think they asked her. Did they not? No, I don't But she's the so. best singer, isn't she? She is, yeah. yeah. Well, she had a number one with Dane yeah. Bowers, didn't she? Oh, there you go. What was that? Uh, I have Daniel Beddingfield's Gotta Get Through This, and I know for a fact it wasn't that. What was. Was it something about wasting time? 
Or bugging me or was it bugging something? something? I'm sure that was that was number one. I'm sure it was. I can't remember. I think. But yeah, I out out of. Sorry, you you have to settle a debate. Josh said stuff seven. I've said Spice Girls. Spice Girls because, like you say, the historical impact. Historical impact. Fantastic film, Spice World. That's true. Yeah. I mean, Richard E. Grant. It's his best role ever. Probably. Yeah. He's phenomenal in it. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, it's I, I, good I'm, fun. Yeah, I'm only joking. <laughs> but yeah. So, all right, relax, Rich. God, you're <laughs> like, no, oh, Please don't, don't take it seriously. I don't really like the Spice Girls. <laughs> well, I do. Okay, good. Viva forever. They can do uh, what they want, that. but there's the no party <laughs> like an S Club party, and that is a fact. Oh, it's like choosing your favorite. It's Sophie's choice. <laughs> but was there, was there a Sophie in either band? I don't think so. No. No, there was a Rachel. No. Uh, it was, what, what, where, was there where, a Holly? Whatever happened? to Tina <laughs> I don't worry it's just a <laughs> you know never ending question yeah. so that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast thank you very much dear listener for listening of course if you want your opinion heard on the show you can email us uh, podcast at videogamer.com you can also head to the forums and uh, you can talk to some like-minded people uh, by in your little address bar going to videogamer.com forward slash forums. You can also get an extra bit of this podcast and four monthly podcasts if you want by heading to patreon.com forward slash videogamer, become a VGBG VIP, and you can rate and review us on iTunes, seven stars only, please. That would be delightful. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Conan underscore Horn. Rich is at RichieW82. Josh is on Twitter at JoshyWise and Video Gamers and all of your relevant social networks. Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at VideoGamer.com. And on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash VideoGamerTV. But for all of your video gamer needs, just head to VideoGamer.com. And now it's time for my least favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where we must bid the listener adieu. So say goodbye, Josh Wise. Bye. Say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Colin Sloan. Guffold. <laughs>